Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Well, guys, the three amigos are back and this topic is, I don't I didn't, I don't really want to talk about, I wish we didn't have to talk about this topic, Yeah. but, but we're here. Gentlemen, before we get into the topic at hand, welcome to the show. Dion, how are you? Howdy. Doing great. Ready for round two. And Matt, you? Super pumped to be here. Super motivated. Yeah, so we got the most important number of the month today. Uh, it was CPI. We'll get, I think, PPI tomorrow, I think, or maybe it's next week. And then we get PCE. All of these things. Inflation readings at the consumer level. Even if the number is manipulated, which I've actually done the math on, I've changed the rent equivalent to the real number, came in the hottest since 1982 at 7.5%. That is higher than expected at 7.2. That was a point higher than what I expected at 7.4. And in my opinion, locks the Fed into a must-do 50-point basis move in March. So we'll go to Matt first this time. What, what does this all mean to you? And, and just, wow. That's, so what was really funny is, so I watched it on CNBC this morning with Santelli. Yep. And Santelli says it was 7-2, right? 7-5. Seven, 7-5. Five, seven, seven, five. Five. Yeah. He said it was 7-5 as the, the top line reading. And then he said it was 7-5 X energy and food. They say that's called core core. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Like it makes any sense whatsoever. The number is always different. Yeah. So I mean, seven, five, sure yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like I trust it. Like when you and I talked about it, when we were talking about rents, right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they said rents like three months ago, it was, it was point two. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah, sure. yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. We're going, we're going at a 2.4% clip for the year. Uh-huh. Do you guys yeah. even talk to landlords? Yeah. There's, there's not anywhere in the country no. that went up two, four. That's not, not like, even in California with rent control that we go up to nowhere. That's my nowhere. point in the wrong spot. The most often asked question for California landlords is what's CPI? Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> cause it's, what is, what is the real target rate? Because it's 5% plus CPI, right? Yeah. Pl- is that the calculation? Unfortunately, with a often not said 10% cap. Cap, yeah. Right. Exactly. So exactly. So, but here's the thing, you know, it's 10%. It's 10%. Exactly. It's 10%. So yeah, what, what my reaction was, this is getting, it's not getting, I mean, you have to do something to counter this you and to. you better get on the stick and you better start going faster. I'm sorry if a bunch of people that have stocks that are worth 30 X, you know, I'm sorry that their multiples are going to get hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. You kind of need to stop this because I can tell you this week alone, we actually, the local Walmart had zero meat. Wow. No meat, chicken or beef, none. I know some people in management there. And I said, I said, all right, but where's the stuff in the freezer? Cause I know they have this massive meat freezer. He goes empty. 
not, he's like, there's nothing here, nothing. And then I said, what else? And he goes, uh, cream cheese, no cream cheese this week. This week? This week, no cream cheese. No, so literally we, so we have the Walmart Supercenter and we've got like five or six other grocery stores around. Hmm. Some had meat, some had chicken, almost no one had both. We actually went to order the cream cheese and they said it said it was had it and then it got denied and there was no replacement for it. Wow. And then we had a friend, we were just like, hey, we know you're going to the store because we knew our routine. Just check for cream cheese. Like we don't believe the stores sold out of cream cheese. She goes, it's literally the entire thing, the entire display is gone. There is no cream cheese in the entire store. What so hell? yeah, I'm sure it's, there's no inflation. I'm sure there's still no supply chain issues. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. affecting us, but this is why, you know, I speak to truckers all the time. I mean, Dion does obviously does, but I speak to truckers all the time on my live stream. Mm. I love those guys. I got a bunch of buddies of mine that are truckers and they're the ones that keep our country going more than rail, more than anything else, oh, especially absolutely. when it comes to groceries. Yeah. And oh. so for me, it's like, it's very real. It's very much happening. Dude, I haven't had Rice Krispies in a freaking month. <laughs> I'm pissed. I love Rice Krispies. Yeah. My yeah, kids yeah. and I have them together. I love them. And yeah. I can't get Rice Krispies. Don't everybody send me Rice Krispies. But we still <laughs> the time to get here. But literally, like, this is the stuff. Like, and it's just, and it's weird stuff. You know, oh, I had friends that were dairy farmers last year that were literally pouring milk out, pouring milk out at their farms because they couldn't sell it fast enough with all the shutdowns. So they killed heads of cattle. They reduced the amount of milk they're producing. And so now milk is like six bucks a gallon. Yeah. It's not going to, and in inflate. And on top of that, let's just add some inflation to the supply chain issues and see how that goes. Not good. I, 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 yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to cry later. I think <laughs> Dion, Dion what, what do you got for us after that? In, in okay. Yeah. I'm going to depress everybody even more. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> So I checked the date. Today's February 10th because I want people to realize February 10th is the first time that most people are going to hear what I'm about to say. Yeah. We're going to hear a narrative that makes the economy seem like it's doing really well. And I'm a history buff. This is something I usually don't bring to the table. But in the 50s and the 40s, the United States and the Soviet Union were very different. They had different government styles, different, different incentives to produce or different pay structures. The Soviet Union thought they were doing better than the people in the United States. And here's how they pitched it. So this is the pitch we're going to be hearing in the next couple of years. The Soviet people were told, you make so much money. You're so profitable. We can't keep things on the shelves enough to satisfy you. Look yeah. at these pictures from the United States. You see this store? You see all these products? Those capitalist people who live in the United States can't afford to buy it, so it's always there. So be glad that you have so much money. What do people have now? More money and savings than they've ever had in their life. More, mm -hmm. more equity in their houses because things are appreciating. But empty shelves. The empty shelves are because of supply chain issues, labor issues. We're going to be told the lack of things that you can buy, the, the lack of, what do you call it, luxuries that you can get is because the American people have so much money, producers can't keep up with it. So when we have CPI and PPI so high, it's an inchworm that doesn't go backwards. When I own a company, and so here's transparency for you. When our expenses go up, 
our cost goes up. We, we Our margins shrink, right? But we're not going to pay for more fuel. The customers are going to pay for more fuel. We're not going to pay employees more. Customers are going to pay us who then pay the employees more. When our prices go down, our costs go down. Our prices don't come back down. That doesn't happen. Graham Stephan said that. His coffee, for a while, he's going to run to the loss. He's going to raise the prices. If he starts making a profit, that doesn't mean he's going to lower prices back down. It's going to mean he's able to make some money now. So that's what we're going to see. Our, our CPI, and I'm guessing PPI, is going to be higher than everybody's thinking. Mm. It's going to raise the prices, but everybody's going to start to hear. It's because the economy is doing so great. Everybody has too much money. That's a great problem to have. And that's terrifying. Yeah. I'm not going to help people feel better either. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Mike looks like somebody just spit in his coffee. <laughs> Yeah, so all of that's true. And asset prices are about to get smacked. Yeah. Cost of money. This is what Jason Hartman has been talking about forever, right? Jason Hartman, basically, cost of money runs everything. Money was essentially free for most of the world for two years. Yep. When money's free, bad shit happens. Yeah. Bad deals get done. Bad companies run. Bad, bad, bad. We are now hoovering or sucking out trillions of dollars in cash, money, whatever you want to call it, lending. We are about to see transactions slow down, at least in real estate. I think real estate transactions slow down. I put out a video the other day, which not shocked me if transactions fall 20%. Mm -hmm. You could say transactions crash and that wouldn't piss me off. I don't think values fall, at least yet. That could, that could be... If we're talking about 2023, we'll see. 2022, it's not going to happen. Stocks immediately. Once the, yeah, the crystal ball that is broken for me. See, that's, that is something I need to add to this shelf is my crystal ball. It's got to be one of those little light ones that all blows up. Yeah, like, you know, imagine how much it would cost to mail this to you. This thing's no, like 10 pounds. No, <laughs> you know, I, I, can, I have enough money. I can order one. But I want you gotta one. Get an, you got to get an Angelina Jolie orb. from. Yeah, I want an orb that's like yeah. lit that I can like point at. Stuff exactly. Yeah. Note to self, buy a, if anybody buy, has a buy, recommendation, leave a link below to Amazon there. That should be fun. Buy a Lara Croft orb. Yeah. I, I need a link. Cause all I do is click links. So link to a, a good Amazon orb that I could put on my shelf behind me. So again, assets, assets are going to get hit, right? So you guys were talking about empty shelves and this, that, the other thing I'm here to tell you, people are about to feel poor. And uh, generally speaking, my history says when consumers feel poorer, i.e. the Chinese are a great example right now, they stop going to Starbucks. Can you imagine how scared you would have to be to stop going to Starbucks for a $7 latte? You're going to stop buying Nike shoes, right? More expensive, but still. That's where the Chinese are now. And if our stock market gets whacked, and transactions fall in, in oh, oh by the way unemployment rises we have really true stagflation i put out a video the last week called the misery index the yep. misery index as of today is now over 11 mm -hmm. it's a problem at 10 and it's going higher it's basically cpi plus unemployment so it's four it's 11.5 today four percent unemployment u3 seven and a half it's 11 oh shit it's 11 and a half it's not going to be a fun year. It is going to be messy. And again, remember, I'm not a doom and gloomer. I'm a realist. I will take advantage of it. In fact, I, the three of us have been preparing for this. Yep. 
so we're ready. But I, uh, I feel for others who aren't ready because it, it, oh, it's going to be painful. That's one of the things that's really rough about getting to a position where you have the assets to make work optional and, and you're, you, you, you quantify the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. And we're trying to drag people along, but we have to kind of feel bad that we say, we've done it. Like inflation doesn't harm us. It, it, it's your friend when you own the assets. We're, we have to say it sensitively mm -hmm. to try to bring people along to say, look, you can do this too. The person watching this video right now, you should be the person buying the assets to benefit from inflation. Sorry, I just had to get this for you. Mm -hmm. Since I'm in an office now, I can yep, actually perfect. have these. I have these on the shelf. Yes. I use inflation to get rich. Ask me how. And of course, it says one rental at a time on the back. Nice. I will not wear that while I'm doing the binder strategy. <laughs> I generally don't recommend that. Yes. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think, you know, I think what we're all, I mean, we all knew that this was coming. This is why we were concerned about inflation, but it's not a wealth gap. It's an asset gap. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I've been saying for years. I was like, we're going to solve the wealth gap. Listen, moron, the people that keep on increasing their overall wealth are the ones that actually own assets. Dummy. It's go, math. Go get assets. If you, yeah. if you own nothing, or only have things you make payments on that don't return capital, cars, you know? I mean, literally, I'm sitting there and I had one tenant in their family. They bought two new cars in the last 90 days. And they have never been on time for rent. Like, <laughs> you're a renter forever, bro. And that's the thing is, the longer that you're in this, the longer that you're in this, the more you just realize you're never going to get it. I can't help you. You're never going to, you're going to be there forever. You're never, ever going to get it. You're always going to be, it doesn't matter if you're making 80 or 180. doesn't matter. I mean, I talked to couples that are making well into six figures and they can't get their act together. Wait until inflation hits. Let me know how that goes. Well, it's inflation you know? and then transactions and the economy slows and then one of them loses their job. That's right. That's right. Game over. 100%. Wow, this, this conversation really sucked. <laughs> so, so here's a positive note to end on. Um, when you own the property and you see your tenants buying those cars, as, as an owner, you're like, oh, I've got tenants longer. As an employer, I have employees when they buy a sure, nice big single family house that they're going to mm -hmm. live in and not Airbnb or rent out. And they buy the big SUV. I'm like, oh, that employee needs this job. Mm -hmm. Last year, I talked about an employee who took out a home equity line of credit. And I said, you take that and you buy a rental. You don't add a deck and a hot tub to your house, Dan. You just don't do that. Dan. Dan listens. Dan, Dan is hitting nine units. Wow. He's set to retire in August. So congratulations, awesome. Dan, for listening, taking in this content, taking action and retiring before the retirement age. I lose a good employee. It's actually, he's actually a friend of mine. And I told him, you don't do that with a HELOC. You buy a rental nine units. And, and now he's going to retire in August. So it's awesome. Nice work, Dan. Well, on that, we're going to make that the positive note. So Dion, how can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Live streams are on Tuesdays. Awesome. And Matt, how about you? Um, if you like smiles and giggling, feel free to show up for our live stream tonight at eight o'clock with Mr. And Mrs. Lumberjack. Yeah, that's we won't be eight o'clock Eastern. Yeah, eight o'clock Eastern time. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. Eight o'clock Eastern time tonight, Mr. And Mrs. Lumberjack on the Lumberjack Landlord.
This is depressing. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I'll try to have a happier one in number three. Yeah, better question next, please. <laughs> Thanks, guys.